Welcome back to another episode of Connecting Bookshelf. I'm Sarah. I'm David. I'm Jade. And we are officially going to have a reoccurring episode every single month that we will call our Read, Watch, Listen. So we are recommending something to read, watch, and listen. Uh, Jade, do you want to go first? Okay. Uh... Hold on a second. Yeah. Are we doing reads, then watches, then listens, or is one yeah, person doing do all that. three? I like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, my read is Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Klune. I, oh, okay. oh, this book made me like ugly cry. I was finished it. I was listen. I listened. Well, it's not my listen. It's my read. But I did the audiobook, and um, I was finishing it up like late at night. Everyone else is asleep, and I'm still working on a puzzle we had on the table. And it's just it's coming to a close, and I am just like crying like so hard because it's just so it's so good it's not like a sad cry it's like a beautiful cry and it was just awesome and i was like i haven't cried that hard in oh as far as like from a book i haven't cried that hard in a long time i need to read his stuff um i think all of his books at our library are actually decent sections Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he has written a he, Yes, novel. that's right. He has. Um, but then his two latest books that have come out, like, I definitely think they're more targeted for maybe, like, the new adult age range. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're my fantasy section. Okay. Um, yeah. I just read the other one recently, too. Uh, the House and the Cerulean Sea. Yes. They're both amazing. Oh, um, okay. But. Gonna be, hopefully, that will be my goal in next year. Under, yeah, Under the Whispering Door. It's so good. It's um. They're it deals with grief. Weird, are they? No. no they're yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's this guy who, um, he's a lawyer, and then he has a heart attack and he dies, but then he's a ghost, and it's kind of like he gets, you know, he ends up to a place where it's like they help you kind of cross over, mm-hmm. um, and so it's just kind of like him, kind of like almost like reliving. But as a ghost, you know, and and like finding life again, um, and kind of like realizing, like, just not that he messed up in life, but just he didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, it's beautiful. I definitely have a tissue box <laughs> here, like through the second half of the book. But um, even though I cried like super hard, I still just like felt really good after reading it. It's just great. Um, and yeah, I, I actually uh, emailed him a couple questions for because I'm trying to do a new thing with my uh, work newsletter mm-hmm. where like I'll email authors that, like of books I've read just like three questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was he's the only one I've done so far. I need to do some more. Uh, but he's super nice oh, and he responded like really fast and um, mm-hmm. there were just a couple so cute questions. I over the answers completely but um i asked him if because it's set in like a tea house okay uh you know the guy that like kind of helps them the ghosts he runs a tea shop um so i think i asked him like if it was always going to be set there Mm -hmm. um which i think he said yes um i asked him what his favorite line was or what it was exactly um which i think what the third question was I can't think of the third question. I'll bring it up next time. But uh, yeah. So you include. So I'm sorry. You said 
were kind of doing this um, for your newsletter. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. Yeah, I have a book recommendation newsletter for work. Uh -huh. And so in yeah. that one, I, I threw it in, I don't know, maybe like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I try and just, you know, spotlight some authors. Um, I tried to do a second one, but then her email didn't work. The form oh. didn't work. I was like, come on. Who was, um, who, who was that one? Um, it was, it's L.A. Weather. Um, oh my God. Maria Amparo Escandon, I think is her, is her name. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll say that for another episode, but it's a great book. Um, okay. But my read right now, yes, is Under the Whispering Door. Okay. <laughs> 100%. Highly recommend. Okay. David? David? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> and what read are you going to suggest? My read, although I have not read it, I believe this will be my next read, mm -hmm. is Sellout, the major label feeding frenzy that swept punk, emo, and hardcore by Dan Ozzy. Mm. So this covers from the mid-90s, or early to mid-90s, to the mid-aughts, and it tells the story of the explosion of punk emo hardcore in mainstream by focusing on particular bands namely green day jawbreaker jimmy world blink 182 at the drive-in the donna's thursday the distillers my chemical romance rise against and against me Oh, well, huh. you guys got me so, so, like your book wrecks are like yes. I'm <laughs> so with that one mm -hmm. particularly, I've seen some of the musicians involved with the scene or music at that time, such as uh, Riley, the drummer, thrice post about this book, saying how good it is and how mm -hmm. like accurate brings back good memories. So it's not one where it's like getting trashed. So that's is this like, a newer book? Uh, it was just released this year. Mm. Let's see, when did it, this isn't saying when it was released. Let's see if I can look here. But it was just in, it was in 2021. Hmm, okay. Uh, Try up at the top sometimes. October 26th. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so very, yeah, so it's, it's yeah, so it's only like two months old. old. Okay, yeah, that sounds really interesting. Mm -hmm. I like, I love the top. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the one that stands out to you is the Donna. Yes. The Donna. They're so good. Well, the, Donna's are, the Donna's are great, but, you know, they get the bigger reaction than, like, Blink-182. Yeah, I mean, like, again, we're, we're millennials. Like, Blink-182 is, like, our childhood. The Distillers. The Distillers. Our Lord yeah. and Savior, Brody Dale. Um, definitely, but, I, yeah, I really like the Donna's. <laughs> <laughs> So fun. One of the girls from the Donna's dated um what's his face and thrice. Yes. One of them was dating slash engaged to Ed Breckenridge. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds really interesting as well. Uh the one I am going to recommend, suggest is Wilder Girls, uh, by Rory Powers, which is um, a book I was just talking about with you guys. Um, again, I don't really know what I was doing, but I was like looking it up. I don't know, like on Book Riot or whatever. Or maybe I was looking at like a book list for good recommendations within a certain subject. And uh, this came up, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to see if we have it and I'm going to read it. And it's just um, 
the like this group of girls um it's during like an epidemic and they're kind of secluded quarantined to the wilderness of maine and it's um i know i've talked about lord of the flies before in an episode but it is very much like a, a female centric lord of the flies um very feminist lord of the flies if you will and it's yeah it's fantastic i absolutely love it for nice. a lot of different reasons so mm-hmm. i just like i highly I love Rory um, Power anyways. Um, this mm. is, this is yeah, this is what I feel like you got to read, especially <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so watch. I think I'm going to start because uh, this movie just came out and it does take place during the 90s and it's very much about music, but it's a very wholesome movie and it was a Netflix original movie. It's called Mixtape. Um, David, we David and I watched this together. How do how do you feel about mixtape? How much did you like it? I really liked it. I loved it. Yeah, it's so it's the um, it's a story of I forget what year it is actually. It's in the mid nineties. Mid nineties. So it's like this middle school age girl. I want to say it's, it's either ninety six or wait, doesn't it say nineteen ninety nine? Maybe it does. The beginning. I feel like it was a little bit earlier. Anyways, it's about it's about like a middle school girl in the nineties. Um, her parent her parents had her at a very young age, but they have passed away, and so she is living with her grandmother. And she played by Julie Bowen, who is like nowhere near grandmother. Ew, but she's a bit. <laughs> it's so in. I don't know exactly what happens, but this little girl, um, or the seventh grade girl comes across a mixtape that her parents had made for each other. I forget like who it was to. Like mm-hmm. dad had made for her mom. For her mom. Okay. So because it's the nineties, the the seventh grader goes to the local record store and tells the clerk, hey, I'm It's nineteen ninety nine because the grandma is a Y2K nut. Who's right. convinced that the world's gonna end. <laughs> right. So she has crap ton of cans and stuff in mm. <laughs> and so, yeah, the seventh grader goes to this uh, vinyl shop and is just like, hey, I'm looking for these songs and I have to listen to them in order. And like for a split second, you know, I forget that the movie takes place in the 90s. And I'm like, why doesn't she just like look on iTunes? <laughs> <laughs> um, so. No, because they went on Napster. And that's and one my one nit to pick is that they downloaded a song oh, yeah. within minutes. No, no. at Napster, it would have taken like three days yeah. for a baby if you had an older computer. Right. It would not, you would not have been able to listen to that song in the same mm-hmm. day. Nobody had that good of an internet <laughs> speed when on dial up of all things. So the That's because your mom would have kicked you off because they needed to use the phone or whatever. No. Right. So in the beginning of the movie, this seventh grader is um, kind of like a loner. I don't want to say a weirdo, but maybe just like a loner. But through this journey of finding these songs, um, she becomes like friends with the clerk who it kind of seems like the, or the, the, the guy who works in the vinyl shop. He seems like he's the age of her, her parents, actually. And I thought in the movie, like he, he would say like, oh, you're the daughter of so-and-so, but that never happens. Mm. So she becomes like friends with him. And then she becomes friends with like a couple other um, girls and they like start a band and like you know she's listening to this music by her parents and like she's just like super into the music and it's just like it's a very 
wholesome, great movie about 90s music. That's cool. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. And then the two others that I'm going to just like quickly recommend is um, I will read and watch just about anything Mindy Kaling has to do with. And she recently um, came out with, uh, it's a HBO Max original show, The Sex Life of College Girls. Just highly recommend it. It's, it's really good. <laughs> I love it so much. And uh, an Insecure, which is, again, another HBO show with uh, Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. I love it so much. Um, so my watch recommendations are Mixtape, which is on Netflix, The Sex Life of College Girls, and Insecure are both on HBO. My watch. (laughs) What direction do I go? Do I go movie? Do I go TV show? (laughs) Do I go horror? Totally up to you. Well, I guess what I'll mention is (laughs) I'm a little behind the times because there's so many different streaming services and not one I have to pay for them. But I am finally getting around to watching Ted Lasso after oh. like everybody and their mom <laughs> has already watched Ted Lasso 50 million times and talked about it. I haven't seen it either, so it's okay. Well, I know you have. <laughs> uh, you've only seen what I've, the tidbits you've seen because I've been watching it. But like everybody at my work seems to have watched it and has watched it repeatedly in like <laughs> multiple <laughs> episodes. And, you know, and it is a really entertaining show, and Jason Sudeikis just kills it. I mean, they they deserved all the Emmys that they won because it's like the casting is like perfect. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great show. Nice. Um, let's see what else. You don't have to recommend more than one. I no, but I was like, but is there anything else that I should say that's more relevant? Because you know, that's kind of old news. <laughs> I just brought up three because, like, I genuinely love all three of these things. Oh, I did see the other day that there's going to be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre series, so I am highly intrigued. Of course. (laughs) 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 Nice. David is synonymous with horror. Actually, that would be more like Wes, John, Freddy, Jason, Michael. Um, just one for me. Uh, Mayor of Easttown on HBO with uh, Kate Winslet. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Watched like half of the first episode. Mm. I watched it like right before work, so I just like I didn't get back. I really liked it. It's only like six. It's a pretty short series. Um, it's a limited series. Oh, okay. And um. It's about like missing girls, and she plays a detective um, in this kind of small town, and that she grew up in. Um, so it's also one like everybody knows everybody, and mm-hmm. um, secrets just keep unraveling, and just gets so good. Yeah, I won't, I won't say any more about it because I'll spoil it. But um, loved it. I, I guess I was got ready really quickly and so i'm like oh you know what i'll watch something and I'm, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this and then yeah she's great okay. uh I, anything kate winslet does is amazing but um Definitely agree. yeah i really liked that show a lot i saw the dvd at work today i was like yes somebody watched it nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. okay and lastly jade what um what are you listening to 
I think I'm a little behind on the new season, but um, my listen is Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic podcast. Um, this woman goes to help her mom, who she runs like a B&B, um, and her mom is starting to show signs of Alzheimer's. And it seems like the house is haunted. And there's kind of some weird pact she made with this strange man. And the town has secrets. And the librarian is covering something up. And it's it's good. Um, It's just a fun story. And it's creepy, kind of. But it's also like cute hometown type thing. Um, So yeah, it's just, just weird combination of stuff going on and uh, i'm very interested to see where the story keeps going so okay. it's fun cool mm-hmm. this is a little bit of an older song but it is a single from freeland i think yes freeland featuring brody dale called borderline it's uh, kind of a um electronic electro pop ish uh similar to the stuff that brody dale did with as spinneret mm-hmm. so if you like spinneret the really song like is very i would say is like in that vibe vein and brody dale is our lord and savior so anything <laughs> that she puts out you should listen to <laughs> whether it's with distillers spinneret under her own just under her name mm-hmm. Just All anything Brody Dale. Yeah. Anything and everything Brody Dale. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so what I've been listening to lately, um, again, I recommended Insecure um, for my watch recommendation. The music is just like amazing in the show. Um, so uh, I believe Spotify, Spotify and um, iTunes both have created playlists um, of the music that is featured in the show and it's pretty much like what I listen to, like driving to work and driving home. And nice. It's my jam. It's like, it's the music <laughs> I love. Uh, so that's what I recommend. And don't you think the music is like fantastic and insecure? Good? To hear, yes. No, I think it covers a good range of um, alternative hip hop, R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff that probably be well known within certain communities but maybe it hasn't gone mm-hmm. mainstream or gotten mainstream attention definitely more underground independent stuff because mm-hmm. Easter is all about promoting like Compton Inglewood like right. South LA mm-hmm. artists so yeah there's a lot of stuff that like oh this is cool I've never heard it before but mm-hmm. you know that's not necessarily genres mm-hmm. that I'm deep diving into to know underground or mm-hmm. independent artists or non-mainstream people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think the music is fantastic. So I just, yeah, I went on iTunes and Spotify both and luckily they both have playlists. So it's good. Definitely take a listen. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at the Nessie Bookshelf Pod.